Welcome to the Presentation Boss Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kate Norris. And I'm Thomas Craft. Whether you're pitching your business, speaking at a work meeting, or on the stage, we're here to help you present with clarity and confidence. Episode 41 of the Presentation Boss Podcast, and today we're doing Pimp My Slide. Yes, we are talking about PowerPoint, which I'm sure makes you very happy. Oh, yes, it does. (laughs) All right, yes. So, Thomas is the PowerPoint designer in our business. He deals a lot with creating new presentations, making people's presentations better. So, our approach to this episode is going to be, I will play the role of someone who has a PowerPoint already created. I've got this 20-slide PowerPoint presentation created, and I just want to make it better. I've got a good base. I know it's not great, but I don't really know how to make it better. How to take it from adequate to awesome. Yeah. So how about we go through that? How to make our presentation awesome. Yeah. Let's get pimping. We're not going to say that. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Where do I start? I've got this PowerPoint deck. What's the first thing I need to do to begin to sort out this, for want of a better word, mess? Yeah. Okay. So the place to start is to carefully go through that deck, and you know we're going to be we're going to be in a bit of an evaluation space here, a bit of a um, mm-hmm. reflection space, and we're going to go through and have a look at each individual slide, and we're going to check that each slide has only one idea on it, just one idea per slide. Now, what do I mean by an idea? You could think of it as one thing, one sort of graphic to look at. Right, so it could be one graph or chart. It could be like a, a title slide, a title card, just that one thing. It could be a pertinent image or it could be something like a really important statistic. So we're going to go through and check that each slide has just one idea. If you've got more than one idea per slide, just create a new slide and move that bit of content down to the next slide until you've got just one idea per slide. That's your first big step. Okay, so I started with 20 slides, I've split them, but now I've gone to 30, 35 slides. Yeah, absolutely. And you may well end up with more slides if that's the case. If you've got multiple ideas per slide and you've had to split them. So that seems crazy. That's too many slides. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because often we've been told that we have these rules, which is you can only have 20 slides. And and the problem with that is sort of where that arbitrary rule has come from. Mm-hmm. And often it comes from a place of of death by PowerPoint where uh, somebody's seeing death by PowerPoint over and over and over again. And they say, hey, we're seeing this with 40 slides. It's just, it's too much slide. It's too much PowerPoint. It's, it's too much information. So we're going to make a rule that you can only have 20 slides. So half that amount. Yeah. The problem that happens is you've now just got people who are taking... 40 slides worth of information and putting it onto 20 slides. Mm. So now we've got all these extra ideas per slide. So it actually makes the problem worse. Yeah, it really can make the problem Mm. worse, especially if it doesn't come with that communication of we're not trying to remove slides, we're trying to remove information per presentation. Mm. Now, one idea per slide, the reason it works, every time the visuals move on, every time you go to the next slide, there's a new thing to look at to think about and for the presenter to to discuss or talk about, right? The alternative that you see and you may be moving away from is you have graphs and stats sort of all squashed onto a single slide because we went from 40 to 20, we just put more information per slide. And we've seen that you have sort of these four really nice graphs that have been 
beautifully created and then they sort of crammed four of them one into each corner of the slide because we're not allowed any more slides and so now there's just so much information to look at uh and they're that small that if they're on anything smaller than an imax cinema screen you can't read them right Mm. so when we move to a place of one idea per slide everything's big enough we can see it and we're not sort of overwhelming people and giving them death by powerpoint on every slide Okay, that does make sense, but still, I've got my 30, 35 slides now. I've still got this huge deck. It just feels too much. Yeah. So how do I neaten it up then? What's next? Yeah, and, and you know what? Sometimes you do just have to make it worse before it becomes better. You know, we're, we're creating a thing here. We're going through a design process, which means all of the, like, fiddling of bits and pieces and moving slides around and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's not going to look like a neat final product in the first few steps. Mm. Yeah, so it's okay that it looks, you know, worse at this stage. And I totally get that if it feels like too many slides, but we'll neaten it down. So the next thing to do to make your slides that bit neater, and this one really is the how to prevent death by PowerPoint, and it is we're going to remove text. Okay. Whenever you ask somebody what death by PowerPoint is and, like, why PowerPoints are awful, you generally get this description of, like, uh, it's just bullet point and bullet points and so much text and it's just crammed and the presenters just click and read and click and read. And it, it always comes back to there's too much text on the screen. So true, yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to remove as much as possible. Now, you will never get rid of every single word out of a PowerPoint most of the time. That's an unrealistic expectation. What I'm talking about, though, is the difference between text and words. You can have some words, things like title slides, statistics, headings for graphs, a few words. What I'm talking about is like text, body text, something that's been written or scripted and or it's a paragraph. Or, so something that you're able to read out to your audience would be counted as text. Yeah, yeah, you know, that type of thing. And it doesn't count if you take a paragraph of text and put a bullet point in front of it. <laughs> it's still a paragraph. <laughs> I don't care what the opening character is, right? The reason we remove it, other than... There's just too much on the slide to to think about and people want to read before they listen is you can say text. You can talk to people and give them that that lengthy verbatim information. There's no reason to also display it to them. So my immediate response to that is what about the visual learners? We always hear about visual learners. 70% of people are visual. What about them? Because they need the text. It's kind of exactly that text is not visual. It's still language, right? It's still something that can be said. Reading it is not going to help a visual learner. They're looking for visuals. And indeed, this is why PowerPoint exists. It's not there as a scripting tool or an autoprompter or something that you can dump whole word documents into. It's there for visuals, right? We know that images tell a thousand words. So why put the thousand words on the slide? Yeah, right. Now, when I talk about you could still have words on your slide, you've removed text, excellent, um, but you're still going to have you know title slides, few words here and there, or maybe you're going to take that one particular dot point and you're going to use that as your one thing per slide. How do you move from having maybe a lengthy sentence to just a few words? And I always like to think about it as a headline. This is uh, generally my target is three words. You don't always get to j- down to just three words, but like, what would the headline be in a newspaper or something? How can I make this sentence, paragraph, idea, distill it down into just a couple of words that become my visual, and then I can talk verbatim about what all of that text was? Yeah. Okay. So my text is pretty gone. much gone. Yep. 
Okay, we'll call we'll call it gone. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of your audience, yes. Yeah. So what now? All right, so you've got one idea per slide. We've pulled all the text out. That's that's death by PowerPoint basically gone. By now, most people will have stripped out entire slides. Uh, so we've now moved back to somewhere very near the original 20 slides that were in the deck. But it's looking a lot more visual. Yeah, absolutely. So now what we're going to do is keep removing stuff. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is look slide by slide. And we're going to look at the things that are on the slide, the objects. Now, when I say an object, I mean like a text box, a graph, a graphic, Shapes, you know, like arrows, boxes, squares, circles, those sort of things. Anything that you put onto the slide, that's objects. And we're going to ask ourselves the question of everything that you see on the slide. What can I remove? And this slide will still make sense. And when you start to remove extra stuff that's just sort of clutter, I guess, what's left has much more impact because it's not as lost sort of in the noise of, um, what do we start with? A mess, right? So... Asking yourself that question, what can I remove? And this still makes sense. And in this stage, you may say that for entire slides. So we'll continue minimizing slides. You may just think, you know what? This slide was nice, but it's just not needed. So delete. I have a question. What about company logo? Okay, I'll give you a rule of thumb. Yep. Because some companies want very specific things. In my experience, if I ask the question, where do you need the logo? I often can get away with having the logo on the first slide and the last slide. You know, I've, I've seen templates mm. where the company logo takes up like the bottom third of mm. every slide. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's from XYZ company. Often you can get away with just the opening slide and the last slide. Ask the question or, or give it a go. I actually really like that. I remember working in corporate and we kind of had these slide templates that we had to use. And sometimes I would just not use them and yeah. people didn't notice. <laughs> Yeah. I think if I asked, can I not use them? I probably would have been told, no, you must use it. But if you just don't, if you just do your own thing, people don't actually notice. Yeah, make it yours. I mean, there's probably an argument here for it shows how much people properly pay attention to a detailed slide. Mm. Probably different if you're presenting externally. That would be a little bit of a different story. But if you're internally within the organization, having to display that logo every time might not necessarily be needed. So my advice is to just give it a go of getting rid of it altogether and see if people notice. Because I guarantee if you've got a better presentation, if people love your presentation more, that won't be what they complain about. Yes, yes. And I've, I've found even in external presentations, just the logo on first and last slide can be enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so my slides are looking good. I've really started to strip out all of this stuff. They're getting less and less. I've hopefully not got a company logo, but... <laughs> How do I now make it look snazzy? How do I make it look slick? Because you did promise me pimp my slide. <laughs> not just not just strip your slide. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, like I said, you've got to make it worse. You've got to sort of strip out all of the unnecessary stuff before we uh, really add anything to it. It's kind of the same as when you're changing outfits. You don't put your suit on the top of your shorts and shirt. You're like, strip back and then start again a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. With the presentation you've got, you've stripped stuff back it's nice and visual. It's not as much death by PowerPoint. It's probably ready to go. Probably yeah. looking a bit bare though. Yeah, you know, it, it'll work. It's adequate. It, it'll be, um, so I'm looking for functional, but to make it look, yeah, professional. So the first step to do that is to give the entire slide deck a consistent look and feel. So from the first slide all the way through the middle to the last slide, it sort of looks and feels the same. It all feels like this one congruent presentation. So, how, so what, what do you mean by that? How do I do that? 
So three biggest things to look at in your slides to give it a consistent look and feel is colors, fonts, and transitions. Now, colors, colors, I don't think need explanation, but you know, maybe you've got Maybe you've got like a company color palette that is you can just use and that saves you having to think about which colors to use. Just using that on every slide, making sure you've got the same sort of colors flowing through in your graphs, your shapes, and uh, any words, that sort of thing. Making sure it's using the same colors all the way through. If you don't have like a company deck or it's your own personal thing, there's like a zillion websites out there that you can just download color palettes off and just use and they look good. So why would you use a color palette? as opposed to just any colour that I think looks nice. Because colour palettes are designed to look good. It's as simple as that. And, you know, if you sort of just pick, oh, I'm going to go red and yellow and purple, three random colours. Whereas when you, if you, like, grab one of these colour palettes just off the interweb somewhere, they're put together either by some sort of designer or AI, I'm not sure which, but pick one that looks good and those colours will work together. Yeah, I know that I actually struggle with colour to put it together and make it look nice. Yeah, the golden ticket in this is literally you have a company color palette. You just use that. Simple. The second thing is fonts. Maybe if this PowerPoint came together from different bits and pieces, you've got strange fonts happening. Um, Again, if company has fonts to use, do that. Otherwise, pick a font that's nice and clear and simple and regular and easy to read and just use that one all the way through. Um, PowerPoint's default font at the moment is Calibri. Works fine. It's a nice font. Um, but, but just make sure you're using the same font all the way through. Company, often brand manuals have maybe two fonts. So just do that. And the last one is transitions. So this is what happens when you click from one slide to the next slide. Um, by default, it's just a hard cut and it's actually quite jarring. Um, so there's a few options in there. And you know what? Maybe some have crept into this presentation over its life. So um, you mean like... The ones that the slide kind of spins and does a twirl before it like, comes in. <laughs> it like fades out and looks like a door opens. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get some wacky ones. Keep that consistent. Now, please don't have a consistently either wacky twizzle one. You make your audience nauseous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, death by PowerPoint. It's like, yeah, 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 it's very good. You found the transition button. Like, What I would suggest, and this works nearly all the PowerPoints I've designed, go for the fade It just does like a smooth fade across. It takes like one second rather than zero seconds. And it's just nice. Um, Grab the fade, click apply to all. And that's a really smooth, classy, slick transition that helps to give your slideshow just, yeah, consistent look and feel. So those three things are the place to start. Colors, fonts, transitions. So I think at the completion of that, where you've got a slide deck, where you've made sure that you're not cramming too much information into every slide, that you're using it as a visual aid. You're not putting a whole bunch of text, but you've now got a visual communication tool. Minimize the objects per slide, and then given it this consistent look across the whole deck, you're going to have something that looks pretty snazzy. You'll have put in this little bit of extra effort, but what you'll get is a huge improvement in the... Uh, the professionalism and the, what was the word, use snazziness of your slides. Yeah. yeah, we've really improved it at this point. Yeah, okay. So I do sometimes see slides that look really cool and I'm not naturally a designer. I'm not someone that can come up with cool graphics and make something look really cool. So what if I want to do that? What if I want really cool looking slides? That stuff that like is very clearly being made by a graphic designer? Yes. Yeah. 
look, you're not a graphic designer yourself, but you want something that looks like it's been very carefully and sort of artfully designed. The good news is that we are basically living in the future and you can get that done for you. Um, there's two places I recommend. The first one is in PowerPoint itself is a service called Designer or Design Ideas. So it's powered by Microsoft's AI. And when you start putting things onto a slide, it gives you all of these ideas for like how you could arrange this slide and make it look quite designed. So that's within the program? Yeah, that's in PowerPoint itself, which is crazy, right? It was just, um, it was mid 2019, mid last year, Microsoft announced 1 billion slides had been created using the designer. Ooh. Yeah. So. And that was seven presentations. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. <laughs> So, you know, you know, like if you want to put in like effectively no effort and get something that looks like it's almost been done by a graphic designer, that is a really good place to look for that. The downside of that is it's a, it's a robot somewhere making these decisions, which means it doesn't understand the purpose and the intent of your presentation. Um, it's by no means a perfect tool. It really just does that design bit. You still need to go through all those steps we talked about, you know, um, one idea per slide, stripping out those bits and pieces. So... You know, it, it's a it's a tool to use. It's going to help you on your journey, but it is by no means like a solution. Yep. The other place I'll recommend is Canva. I don't think there's anybody who hasn't used Canva at this point. It's crazy oh, popular. I love Canva. Yep. Yeah. They have paid stuff. They have free stuff, all sorts of things. But they do, they have introduced um, presentations themselves, have their own slide deck design thing on their website. So you can jump in there and it gives you um, quite a few options for themes and layouts and some variations on that that you can use to make your slides look quite nicely designed, quite beautifully designed. Um, and you can let that serve as either inspiration or sort of download bits and pieces from that and add it into your um, add it into your PowerPoint that way. But I, I've often used Canva just for like inspiration, just like, oh, that's that's a nice way of arranging some bits and pieces. I might try and emulate that sort of thing. So so those two really are, I want to say like a cheats way, but it, it's going to start becoming normal. Um, this is going to start overtaking the defaults in PowerPoint of click to enter text, black text on a white background. It's just going to become normal. So, you know, jump on it and have a crack. But like I said, either way, you need to go through this process of purging all of the, the mess and the junk off your slides and making those decisions that are going to best serve the purpose of your presentation. Yeah, okay. That feels doable. Getting the ideas sometimes is the biggest hurdle. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, that is basically my five big steps to go from adequate to awesome and pimp your slide. My slides feel pimped. Thanks for listening to today's show. We'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to know more, check out presentationboss.com.au slash podcast, where you'll find the show notes for today with links to everything we've discussed. If you have any questions about presentations that you'd like us to discuss, get in touch by emailing us at podcast at presentationboss.com.au. We're always happy to hear your thoughts or take suggestions for future episodes. Most importantly, we rely on you to share the information of this podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please recommend us to a friend. Have a great week. <laughs> yeah. What noise do you want me to make? Okay. <laughs>